So I usually start uh, my podcast with a cold opening, um, but uh, I don't know what was going on in my head. I don't, I don't have one. And I, I was like, you know, you, you know what, Jessica, you're, you're an actress, and maybe you could improv something. Ah! <laughs> 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 Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I am Jared Dam. Y'all, it is late. <laughs> it is late. It is late here. It is late Monday night. It, you know what? It's it's basically it's basically Tuesday. Um, it's two minutes until Tuesday. I'm I'm recording this intro late. I'm getting this episode not on time for you, late for me, because I should be sleeping. But um yeah, yeah, you know, I was dragging today. Like, I, I don't, I don't really have an excuse. I was, I've been dragging this weekend. I, I think after last week being being on four podcasts. That's right, four podcasts. That's it's about damn time. It's parents after midnight, uh, which is available on all podcasting platforms. So you should go check that out. It was uh, unestablished podcast, and it was moms no experts. Yes squad is alive and well they're doing things and they let me talk uh, so breaking records here and there as i um you know first repeat guess on one first mail on the other you know some light some light all the days work but yeah by by the weekend i was i was tired i was i was a bit worn down so i kind of chilled out last weekend um still was semi-productive but you know, did my taxes. Does that count? You know, but uh yeah, this week, this 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 Monday, this as I'm recording this, yeah, I, I dragged a little bit, but still got my workout in. So if y'all been paying attention to me on what I've been saying here as well as what I've been saying on parents, um uh, I'm on a weight loss journey. Um probably more so of of a get healthy journey than a weight loss journey, if I'm being honest. You know, I just I just want to move around more. I just want to do more. I just want to live more, and um, this is helping the the mental. This is helping the physical, and it gets me the opportunity to to at some point train with my daughter who plays volleyball. So y'all know all about Brooklyn, y'all, because y'all been listening to all the podcasts that was on. So of course y'all know all about the journey on what I'm going on with Brooklyn. So I ain't gonna hold you because. <laughs> uh, uh, the shower and the bed is calling my name, so I ain't gonna hold you too much longer. Um, so, without any further ado, I want to introduce my guests this week. This week, I am talking to Audacity Magazine editor in chief and co-founder Jessica Wise. Jessica, Jessica has become a friend um, that I talk to daily now. Um, now, granted. It's through the the magic of of Instagram, 
um, commenting on her reels and stories as as she's uh you know supportive of my stuff as well. So um, always good to sit there and chat with Jessica. This is actually our first real official chat where you know we actually saw each other's faces and exchanged actual verbal words, but you couldn't tell it in the interview. Uh, we both felt comfortable. Uh, like, like I said, we've been following each other for a year, so we've been exchanging these messages for quite some time. Jessica um, allowed me to uh, twist her arm because I, you know, I will twist people's arms to be on. It's about damn time. Jessica allowed me to twist her arm to be on the show, kind of talk about um, her journey with audacity, and then I want to kind of talk about the 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 art of writing. Um, as a person who says he's a former writer, but I'm. I promise you, I'm going to get back into it at some point. Uh, you know, Jessica, who is a writer, we want to sit there and talk shop and, and talk about um, is writing the lost art, you know, and, and, you know, how how is writing, how is how is it now in 2022? So it was an interesting conversation. Um, had a lot of fun with this. So Jessica drops a lot of nuggets and she has plenty of energy. So you, you will be engaged for this conversation. So without any further ado, sit back, relax, listen to Jessica and me. It's about damn time. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I'm Jared Dam, and I am joined um, this week by Jessica Wise. Jessica is an Atlanta local actress, writer, and entrepreneur. Uh, she holds a bachelor's in creative writing and a master's in communication from Georgia State University. So I know you got a day job, but the, the but the big thing why you why you here and why I am so excited to talk to you is that that you are one of the founders of Audacity um, Magazine. So tell me a little bit about Audacity. Oh man, okay. So Audacity Magazine and Events. You can find us at audacitymagazine.org. Um, we are a career and lifestyle platform that is designed to help advance millennial and Gen Z workers. When we say workers, we don't just mean like button up white collar professionals. It can be anybody who wants to have a good career, be it that, you know, you want to do hair or you want to be a contractor. You don't particularly have to be doing some kind of traditional corporate job in order to be a part of Audacity. Um, one of our customers, my cousin, she is a dog groomer. And um, you don't really hear about a whole lot of black dog groomers. You don't. So it's super exciting to have her in the mix from time to time. She'll be at our event tomorrow, actually. But um, we, we try to elevate these groups, millennials and Gen Zs, who are looking to have a good career, a good life. We try to help advance them and give them encouragement through our e-magazine, which again, you can find on destinymagazine.org and through our networking events. Our networking events are affordable because one of the biggest problems with networking events is that they're entirely too expensive, especially in Atlanta where we are. Mm -hmm. So we have taken a pledge that our networking events will never cost more than $35 a head, unless you just want to buy something outrageous, in which case we will not stop you from taking, from giving us your money. <laughs> if we once we go back to in-person events if you want to buy a table for three hundred dollars be my guest <laughs> by all means give me your three hundred dollars but for individual tickets we have set it up to where we want to make sure it never costs you by more than 35 dollars that's that's and that's great because i like i like that for a couple of reasons one because you're right i i you know i 
it's already enough for me to try to network because I'm an introvert um, naturally. But so it it takes a lot for me energy wise to go out. But then if I'm if I'm have to spend you know a, a shit ton of money, then I'm really like, oh man, what about you know what? And I talk myself out of it immediately. Right. So I like I like that, and I and I like the fact that it's not for just the the as you said the button up uh, you know professional workers. It's, it's for it's for workers for millennials in general and and i and i think i don't think that's that's slept upon because everybody is not even though it's portrayed in so many different areas about being a button up and being a professional and everything some people just work work the job just to make this living and so i think i think i think that's important that you highlight all individuals that are that, that are working look at you see i'm just so excited about that that's great <laughs> okay, well, tell me a little bit about about uh, how you got started with uh, Audacity. How how did, how did that journey uh, take place? Um, I try to make sure I talk about this as respectfully as possible um, because it honestly was an accident how we began, mm-hmm. um, and I and I want to make sure that I'm I'm respectful. Um, initially, my um, my business partner and I, Monzi Tana, um, who was one of the original co-founders of the group, we were originally going to run this actually through another company. Mm. And unfortunately, um, for lack of a better term, we had just some serious um, creative differences and I guess contractual differences as in the company as to how the assets of the company would be split, shared, forfeited, so on, so on. Right. Uh, to the point where we were not we did not think that the terms of the company was offering was particularly fair or satisfactory to us as women who were, you know, Monzi was getting ready to graduate undergrad. I had already been out of grad for a year. And, you know, we were kind of in the place where we were no longer interested in doing free to minimal paid labor. Mm-hmm. especially for something that we could we saw was going to be a very large entity and at the time the company just could not give us what we were what we needed and what we right. had so we forfeited that birth that first brainchild so audacity was not always called audacity um it had different it had a different name and it had a different setup we due to intellectual property had to forfeit all of that to the company and then yeah and then we moved forward and moved on um from there and pretty much started from ground zero um as far as establishing audacity but that is actually how we came up with the name um there were definitely like i said there were some very unfortunately serious creative and contractual differences uh, between us and the company and at one point we were called crazy and unreasonable millennials And so we were like, hmm, you know, that's that's something we could use. But how do we but how do we spin that? And the, so that's how we came up with the name Audacity, because um, wow. we had the audacity to um, to venture out on our own, not thinking that that was going to be the plan at all. We did not. We thought that could be the plan eventually where we could, like, you know, basically buy the company from the mothership company. That was right. our plan where we would buy out. Um, but we didn't the contractually that was not going to be the setup so we were like you know what i don't think we don't think this is the opportunity for us uh we wish you the best of luck and everything but i we think we're just gonna go and do this on our own separately so 
That is wow. how um, we came about. And we started, I mean, completely from ground zero. We did, we started with a GoFundMe. So we got a few donations. Mm-hmm. And then we got one um, one-time angel investor. Okay. That gave us about $2,000. And so the company started 100% grassroots. We have never taken out a small business loan. I, I always tell people, if you don't have to take out a loan, do not do it. Right. You never want to owe anybody anything, especially for something that you're working on, dreaming about, and that you love. Like, you don't want to owe anybody anything. So there were no loans taken out. There have still not been any loans taken out. We don't have any loans. We don't have any credit cards. Thankfully, we're still in the black. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, we're 100% grassroots. Uh, okay, so... Just that answer, I, I have so many questions. I have so many questions. <laughs> All right, so I guess for starters, one, how that had to be like, was it scary? I mean, you, 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 and your, and, and your co-founder, y'all, y'all, are like, okay, you know what? Screw this. We're not, we're not dealing with this. This, this, this not looking right. To start your own from 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 day one, how what was that feeling? Because I I talk a lot about. How I, I work on this podcast and the other podcasts that I work on and and and, and the vision that I have to to expand and, and grow. I am scared shitless every day. <laughs> but I do it anyway. Right. But t- t- talk to me about how you were able to deal with that. Oh no, I was a hundred percent scared. Um because I was just like, wow, like we're we're starting from zero. Like we have no real financial backing. We don't have the protection of a company anymore like we are we are a company not a subsection right. company so yeah it was a little scary i'm not gonna pretend it wasn't um i'm gonna have the audacity to say that wasn't that scary i thought i was big and bad oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> i mean yeah it was a little it was a little trying but like i don't know when like you're really passionate about something you feel like it's right when you really just like you feel like you're being pulled in that direction. I don't know how to explain because I'm very yep. I'm a very spiritual person as mm-hmm. well. And so like it was just really on my spirit and on my heart to to try, to try yeah. and see what I can do. And I was like, you know what? I have all these skills. And at the time I wasn't even working full time. I was teaching pure bar, I was teaching dance, I was living in my childhood bedroom at my parents' house in Columbus, Georgia. Like, cause I had graduated grad school without, you know, a high enough paying job to stay in Atlanta. So I had to go home for about a year mm. and, you know, I would go and teach peer bar in the morning and then come back to my childhood bedroom. So the same desk that I used to do my AP homework in mm. when I was a teenager <laughs> and I would just get into it. I'd be like, okay, here's the structure of the company and you know, here's how we're going to get our LLC. Here's going to be our plan for this. Here's going to be a plan for that. And then I would put that to the side every day at four o'clock and go teach my students at mm. dance and then come back at night and get back into it. <laughs> so it would be, and if I was rehearsing, cause I did a couple of shows when I was still home in Columbus too. So like I would have to go to work again after I got done teaching. So it would be a lot going on, but when you're kind of just like tunnel visioned and you're in the determination, you're in that, you know, those early seed stages. Yeah. It's like you're literally just running on passion. You're running on new ideas. And I found it more exciting than I did scary. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's where I've I've turned the corner for me. And 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 without, you know, anytime I'm I'm speaking to somebody and you know, whatever advice that I can I can give them. Uh, it's 
is hey, you know, it's going to be scary. It is. Do it anyway. <laughs> like yeah, if you really do it scared. Yeah, because if you really if you really want it, you 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 know you got you got to do it. And so and, and eventually, I like I like that the 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 fear kind of it's kind of a fear excitement uh balance there and it, when, when it leans more towards that that excitement and fear that's that's when you know that you you picked the right thing so right and that's and that's great i'm gonna tell you it's, it's a moment of transparency <laughs> i got pride issues so i got I, I got serious pride issues i'm always trying to run everything myself which i i have learned i have learned in case anybody is listening that, that wants to call me out later on, I have learned that I can't do everything on my own. Learn my lesson, cross my heart, hope to die. But I still got pride issues. So, so the the fact that you are grassroots and you reached out, you know, to do the GoFundMe and to do, um, you know, and have an angel investor, which I have had that, you know, on my plate for a while. Just, yeah, maybe I should, and, I'm, and then and then get in my head. So, so, so talk to me a little about that because. So, sometimes you just, you know, when it's your dream, it's your baby. You just kind of want things done how you want want things done. How 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 did you approach that? Well, first of all, I'm a Leo, so this whole pride conversation, I I am, am unfortunately a contributor in your direction versus yeah. the bosses. Um, I too am finally learning the power of delegation. Um, now that I am running Audacity solo, um, I am I'm learning that I cannot do it all on my own, even though mm. I tried, I tried. <laughs> and I, I am just, I am sure that I can, but it's, it's not a sustainable thing to do. So as far as um, breaking down and securing funds, listen, ain't nothing I love more than free money. Mm. There is nothing I love more than free money. So that part isn't hard for me as far as the pride goes and everything like that. For me, the pride comes in more when it's time for me to accept help as far as the business goes. But the good thing about angel investor is that they don't expect any return. Right. And therefore, <laughs> they also don't expect to have too much of an opinion usually. Um, yeah. That could just be my experience. I don't want to say that I'm like the guru of angel investing or anything. I'm certainly not. But in my experience with my angel investors, they said, please take this money. We believe in you. Pats me on the back like their child and lets me go on into the sunset. And, you know, every now and then they'll be like, oh, how's the business going? So proud of you. I'm like, thanks. And I just continue on my merry way. <laughs> um, that's been my experience with angel investors. They give you money one time. They say, OK, here's your little money. Make good use of it. You know, it's like when your grandparents give you money. Yeah. Here you go, boo. You know, <laughs> don't spend it all in one place. Happy birthday. You know, <laughs> just kind of Arthur walk down the street to spend the money anyway. You know. <laughs> well, well I, uh, it's about damn time. It's, it's now accepting angel investors. <laughs> Are you? You've convinced me. <laughs> give them your money. Give me give my money. money. I want it. I want all the money. We like free money. I'm telling you, trust me, you ain't gonna feel no pride once you see people just giving you money. You will not feel it. You will not. You know what? You know what? I I can I, I can let that pride go for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, also, there are things. Angel investors too. Please, y'all give us your money too. We yes. love that. Give us your money. Give us yes. some money. <laughs> so, um, as you said, that you are running um, Audacity um, now. 
you know, that it's, it's all on you at this point. Yes. So tell me this in, in, in 2022, what is the best thing and the worst thing about, about having and running an online magazine? Oh, okay. Um, the best thing is, I mean, I love my brand. I love that I've been able to, I, I, we've been following each other for about a year now. So you've seen how like our content, even on Instagram has completely shifted. We have mm -hmm. rock in, we have new aesthetics. Um, we have just as good events as we did before, but like we have new kinds of content coming in. So that's one thing I'm really excited about. Um, and I'm excited that we're going to be able to return to in-person um, once it warms up a little bit. You heard yeah. it here first. We are returning to in-person events. There All right. People have been asking us for about a year now. And um, I think it's I think it'll be safe enough um, once we get closer to spring, summer yeah. to be able to do that. Um, so that's probably the best thing. I just, I love what I'm doing. And I see the possibilities still in continuing with it. Um, the worst thing about running my company on my own in 2022, um, ooh, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired. It's, it's honestly, it was, I recognize that it was a lot when it was Monzi and I, like, it's a lot for just two people to do some of the stuff that we have going on. People, people really thought that this was our full-time job running this company. Yeah. I mean, which is a great compliment because that means it's a well-oiled machine that's working and that looks good and you know, Absolutely. people are liking it, you know. So I, I'm happy to hear that. However, comma. <laughs> 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 this is, I do not take a check from Audacity at this time. Um, yeah. Most businesses, business owners don't take a check from their magazine, right? Or from any company, any company they run, you usually take about somewhere between three and five years before the owner starts taking money from it. Um, and in this case, I'm still not taking money for it. Um, but the most, the difficult thing is definitely just that, like, I'm doing a lot of people's jobs right now. Mm -hmm. This, the way this company is set up and the way this company can be, it honestly demands more manpower than this one little five foot five woman. Okay. <laughs> I might be small, but I am mighty. Um, but all that being said, even the mighty need rest. Um, so I am taking vacation next weekend. I am pre-scheduling all my content and I am taking a vacation because it is, it's a lot. I'm literally doing like 10 people's jobs right now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm learning to delegate. Uh, we do have some upcoming things in order to alleviate that on my end and to, you know, set it up to where I can focus on actually being out there selling the magazine versus just trying to keep it running in a float. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, I get that. <laughs> I get that. I'm at that point. I'm at that point now where I'm, where I'm working and, and, and just trying to keep, you know, look, and the episodes coming out and I'm, and and then I dabble with like selling ads and doing everything like that. I'm like, I, I, I need two of me. So mm -hmm. I definitely get the manpower piece. Kudos to you about taking some time. Um, one day I want to be like you and and do some self care stuff and and Ooh. take a vacation. But um, it was not easy. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. I know. I know. I I'm know. honestly kind of nervous about it because it's in a week, and so I'm just like. You got this. You got this. You got this. And you and quite frankly, you deserve it. Yeah. You've been because you've been you've been killing you've been killing the game. I love just like we talked off mic. I love the the content and the direction that you 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 taking the content. You know, um, 
whether it's, 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 it's your Instagram or Audacity Instagram, which, by the way, those links is available in the show notes. So feel free to click on that and follow. But I love the, the approach you're taking. So I have um, a small request before I start, you know, talking more about, you know, Audacity and, and, and how you're reaching new things. Okay. Um, long story short. I um okay. I need that to be a regular thing. I know, right? It's yeah. like the goal is to have them running every Friday. Yeah. That way we like deliver the goal is to deliver the main news events that have happened that week in 60 seconds or less. Yeah. Usually 30. Really, if I can do 30, I try to aim for 30. Um, but yes. Thank you. Um, yes, yes. I have a feeling that unfortunately we will have a lot of long story shorts to give the way things are going at the moment. Yes, um, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But I do, I do, I do love, the, I do love that. I, I saw that, and, I, and I'm even though I had everything kind of wrapped out uh, how we what we were talking about when I saw that on, I was like, let me go ahead and highlight. Long story short, that is my humble humble request as a fan of Audacity and Thank Jessica you. Wise. Uh, <laughs> we'll get more of them. We will. Uh, we deliver them every Friday. You might not get one next Friday because I'm gonna be on a plane. But vacation, <laughs> vacation. It's, it's important. I will very likely pre-record it because, like I said, I'm sure we're gonna get some additional news this week. Unfortunately, yeah. Um. So I'll very likely pre-record it, but you will have them. You will have them every week as um as planned. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. Okay. So because you are embracing new things, with you know. We'll do, do segments, new reels, and everything. I want to kind of talk to you more about, uh, about in your magazine, your online magazine presence, because you all are really embracing, you know, new media and, and doing different things. It's not just, it's not just okay. We have this networking event. It's not just okay. Here's some articles to, to read. You are embracing a lot of a lot of different things. So I want to talk first about. Uh, something that's near dear to me since we're on a podcast, we'll talk about the podcast. You're actually working and partnering with the University of Michigan School of Education. So tell me about that. So I am, uh, I call him my professional writer soulmate. His name is Niles mm. Polonese. And he is, um, I believe he just graduated, actually. Congrats, Niles. If I'm incorrect, congrats in advance. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> But he is a student at the University of Michigan. So he um, he called me. He was like, Jess, I want to pitch some content to you. He's been our feature writer on and off um, pretty much this entire time we've had the magazine running. He started a first-generation series, and then he just did a general series um, where he would contribute um, where he would contribute different articles. Mm-hmm. So now he has pitched um, the multi-pandemic podcast as so we don't record that we just host it on our platform yeah um but it's super exciting because you know it's a bunch of gen z students um mostly students of color um doing doing and collecting research and hitting the streets and you know speaking to civilians out in um michigan about different topics as regards to the pandemic and how the pandemic affects different marginalized groups so a lot of people were fooled at the beginning of the pandemic, myself included. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot, of, a lot of Black people, I think, um, were kind of convinced that COVID was going to be the great equalizer. Where, you know, COVID, mm. you know, because COVID doesn't care who it kills. The pandemic doesn't care right. what you look like, what your background is, so on, so on. And while that is true, unfortunately, there are additional 
so social and economic obstacles that we as a race and other marginalized groups face that don't make COVID equal to them. Yeah. If someone doesn't have health insurance, they're not going to be able to get, you know, the assistance they need if they catch COVID. Um, right. We had, a, there was a black doctor, I believe she was in Ohio, who ended up dying of COVID in the hospital because she was, she diagnosed herself. She told them, this is what's going on with me. This is what I need. And they did not believe her. They thought wow. that she was just trying to get drugs. They thought that, you know, she had a higher pain tolerance, like, they did not believe her. She recorded herself every day, pretty much until she died. She was like, if I die in this hospital, this is what happened to me. Wow. Mm -hmm. So the podcast covers topics of that nature mm. um, as regards to how data gets collected, as regards to vaccine education and distribution and vaccine hesitancy as well, because you know, because we're marginal, there are so many marginalized groups. A lot of these marginalized groups do not trust um, medicine. Yeah. They don't trust um, government, which, you know, those concerns are super valid, mm -hmm. um, but also can put us at a disadvantage because, once again, we still need to get them shots. Like, yeah. we don't yeah. need to get COVID. But right. it's another, yet again, another obstacle that's in the way. So, I'm super excited to have that kind of content being hosted on our platform. And, you know, it gives our, it gives our readers, it gives our viewers something else to enjoy. Yeah. I like the whole conversation that's had on, on there from, from what you've talked about. And I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, and you all could also check it out by going to audacitymagazine.org.org. <laughs> so I want to make sure I get that right. So, um, no, but I, I do like that because I was actually apprehensive for a little while it, it, mm -hmm. for that same reason. Like, same. Right, wait, 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 well, you, you really want us to take this? Nah, y'all go first. <laughs> so, and so, you know, now granted, I have taken it because my, my mama stayed on me so much. She just she kept calling and I was just like, all right, mama, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go. So, mama. yeah, she's a good mama. She's a good mama. And I'm. Thank you for saying that because she's going to be all excited to hear that. Mama, you're a good mama because I know she's listening. So she's going to hear Aww. it. And she, yeah. I'm, she, I'm her baby. <laughs> but but she got me into it. But I, we need more conversations like like the yeah. ones that, that, that's being had there, you know, in to order to just kind of educate and, and ease people's minds. So I love that. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, you got these roundtable talks. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking this. Yeah. I'm liking these roundtable talks. So. Tell me a little bit about the concept of the, of the round table talks. The round table talk is one of our signature events. And quite frankly, they are my favorite because mm. it's an opportunity for both conversation and for networking. So at round table talk, we select a topic that is relevant or prevalent um, and directly affecting millennials today. And Gen Z. We love our Gen Z siblings. Um, <laughs> topic that's affecting both of these generations, um, especially career-wise. And we get in a room, we get on Google Meet, or we get in an in-person in person again very soon. Um, soon. And we discuss it. I prepare some questions, but it's honestly open forum, which I love because in at our age, a lot of us are not in positions professionally where we are allowed to contribute or if we do contribute like to a meeting or to a, you know, a town hall at work, we're not usually heard or validated right. or, you know, taken seriously. But in this room, 
we like to make it a safe space at the round table. So, you know, if you have questions about something, you can ask questions to the group. Um, if you have an idea about something, you can bring that to the group and, you know, bring your perspective to the round table. And that's why it's round because everybody's equal. Mm, I see what you did. See, mm -hmm. see, now I get it. I see the vision. I see the vision. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. Um, some other topics that we've had is um, adulting. We've had an auntie panel. So mm. literally brought, you know, like in our culture, we have, you know, the aunties. So it's the aunties. Right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's the same back when um, this is when Manzi and I were still um, partnering. And in Indian culture, they also have an auntie culture. So like, we'll just yeah. sit all of them in a room. We got an auntie panel going. And, uh, you know, today, a lot of millennial women, especially, are aspiring to be the rich auntie. So, that was one topic that really did well. Um, oh gosh, uh, we did a pop culture topic. We talked about you know social media and reality TV and regrets. So that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's been fun. It's been fun, and I look forward to it continuing to be fun. We have some really cool topics coming up. Um, yeah, this is not a man bashing platform. It's not good. a man bashing platform. So. That's um that's the idea going forward. Yo, okay. All right. I was I was already following, I was already like in tune, but now I'm like super locked <laughs> in now. So I love it. I love it. Yeah. It was on, on my list was what things can we expect in the future? You already nailed that. So see, see, the vibe is strong. The vibe is strong. Okay, so when we come back from break, uh, we're gonna get into writing in general because because you are a writer. I dabble. I, I, I keep saying I'm a writer, but I I, I, I fall it off. But but you're gonna get me back straight, and then we're gonna talk about is is writing a lost art when we come back from break. It's about damn time. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Do you have a brand? Okay, great. In this day and age, we all need multiple streams of income. I know I do. But let me ask you this. Do you own your own brand? Many brands have a general practice of just coming up with the name and finding if that name is available on Instagram. Sounds easy enough, right? But they won't protect your business, your brand, or your ideas. Only a trademark does that. When you register a trademark, it adds value and credibility to your company. A trademark protects your business against others who have the exact same name as yours and also from others who have a similar name or similar goods or services. Brand Protector is a brand security agency focused on protecting the whole brand from trademark application to trademark licensing. I trust it with my brand. You should trust it with yours. To set up a discovery call, go to brandprotector.com. That's brandprotector.com. And we are back. You know what? You know what? I am totally having brain force because this is it's a new segment. Because because Zoe told me to to start doing this, and so now it's a new segment. I don't. I used to do an icebreaker. Um, damn if you know, and I'll pick some something randomly to talk about. But I'm kind of switching it to doing a top five. I'm gonna do some content on that. I got some big ideas coming for this. But I want to do random top fives and ask my guests random you know top fives now in the past i've I've done you know uh, rappers because you know I'm, i used to be like a wanted to have my own record label back in the day when i when i was when i was younger i wanted to be diddy 
And now then I realize that that ain't me. That, that wasn't my ministry. But <laughs> but well, at I, least you know. Oh yeah, I mean, I I was good at the at the writing part, the writing lyrics. I was not so good at the, at the rapping part of spitting lyrics. And Fair. yeah, you, you kind of need that if, you, if you're going to rap and run a label. So, mm-hmm. um, so I do want to do a top five with you, and and as we talked about. Because because you are a writer, because you are an actress, because I see what you do with these reels. You 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 a star there. So I want I want to I want to get your top five. What are your top? Who are your top five artists? Just in general, it's, whether it's writing, whether it's drama, whether it's act, acting, whether it's whatever music. Oh, this is so broad. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm a, I'm gonna work it out. I'm gonna work it out. Um. And this is in no particular order. The okay. first people who come to my mind are Leonardo DiCaprio and Viola Davis. Okay. Love them. Love them. Love them. I hope I can meet them one day. If Viola Davis told me I was talented, I'd cry. Hell, if Viola Davis cussed me out, I'd be happy. I'm like, yeah. I got cussed out by Viola Davis. <laughs> if Leonardo DiCaprio blinked at me, okay, I'd just be like, oh. Well, that's all I need. We're good. We are good. Um, but yeah, I really love the two of them. I also, I really like um, the ballerina at the Harlem Dance Theater, um, Ingrid Silva. Oh, okay. Hers lately. And she has had a baby. And I thought it was super cool that she she had a baby strapped to her chest doing her morning ballet classes. She was on point with this whole baby strapped to her chest. Wow. Goals. That is the dream right there. Bringing her little baby. That's like one of the dreams of my life is to like have my husband bring my baby into like my rehearsal breaks and stuff, just so I can give my baby a hug. Yeah. Work, you know. So, and I see her doing that. So, like, I'm super excited. I was like, anything's possible with Ingrid Silva. (laughs) I really, really love her. Um, By the way, is this list for living or dead artists, or does it matter? It doesn't matter. Okay, perfect. Um, uh, Michelangelo. Okay. Beautiful art. Yeah. Beautiful artwork. I love, I love, love, love the Renaissance art. Renaissance, Baroque, um, neoclassical, Greek classical. I love all that. Um, oh gosh, I'm down to four. I'm down to one more person. One more. Um, okay, I'm gonna pick a writer then. Angela Davis. Mm. Angela Davis. Mm. I I began my feminist journey when I found out who Angela Davis was. Well, probably not began. I was always a little feminist on the low. (laughs) But I think I want to say she was probably one of the first black feminists I had ever heard of was Angela Davis. So I love her. That's a great list. Yo, (laughs) that's a great list. I I, I like I like the diversity. I like I like that. That's a great list. I got I got to figure out something to do with this for this content. This is this is this is gold right here. This is great. Oh, thank you for that. All right, let's kind of get into writing. So I, you know, I pitched this to you, seeking into your Instagram DMs uh, about why. So I guess I want to ask this question first. Do you feel like writing is a lost art? No, absolutely not. Um, I think that it is, I think it's transforming just like every other art has. Mm. Um, you know, the original media, before we had television, everything, we had visual art, we had paintings and drawings that, and, you know, architecture that reflected the times. And I think, um, writing is doing the same thing. Yeah. Writing's not necessarily pen to paper as much as 
supposed to be. And sometimes it's not even like, you know, full blown typed out articles the way it used to be. But, you know, you have like your three minute reads, your five minute reads, your 10 minute reads, you know, they'll be in the caption of whatever article somebody will look at. Um, so that's one way that's being done. And, you know, you also have, you have captions. So mm -hmm. I have to write those things. Um, so even though things are being said, maybe sometimes in less words or in different ways. No, I don't think writing is a lost art. I think it's, um, I think it's transforming just like everything else. I like that answer. I like that. I, I, you, you saw my eyes. I was very surprised with your definitive uh, no. And I love the explanation there. Um, because it, even to, to that point you mean about the captions, like how many times have I, po have I worked hard to put a reel out, which I don't know how long it takes you to do real, but it, it takes me. <laughs> I'm going to be working on that thing for like 35 minutes for that, for that one minute of, of, of content. But after I did that, I'm, I'm basically mentally exhausted. Okay, now I got I go and get ready to post. I'm like, oh, man, what am I going to write? <laughs> so, so that's another. Right. You would think it's so simple, but it's so not. And like even like with the art of hashtagging and everything, like hashtagging, <laughs> It's a matter of writing because it's what's going to get the most traction yeah. you know, um, organically and everything. I mean, your T-shirt, I mean, your hoodie, excuse me, your hoodie. Someone had to write that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Somebody had to write that. I mean, the Netflix that people spent the last two years binge watching and everything. Those didn't just, people aren't just walking on there talking like, you know, people wrote that. So, nah, the, the world's always going to need writers. Writers aren't going anywhere. We might be moving in different directions, but we're not going anywhere. Right, right, and that, it makes a lot of sense. So, do you do you feel like there is is a major shift between like um, writing that is more longer format than you know than people that that's you know coming up with stuff? So, are people still do people still gravitate to a longer format of writing because you know like blogs, like books, like you know things of that nature? like yes and no i think people are just really finding different ways to access the same things like we have people who are still reading books you know i mean president obama posts his reading list every year still but you got people who are still reading books but you also have people who are like you know i don't have time to sit here and like do this with my eyes and turn the pages and everything but i like audiobooks and i mean mm -hmm. someone still had to write those things yeah. so i i actually like that people have more options i mean even with like what we're doing right here, podcasting, this could have been a written interview. In yeah. And, you know, no, nobody necessarily had to write this. Well, you had to write down the questions. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's just, it's a different kind of format. Um, as far as like whether or not people like the longer format, I think it really depends on the person. I mean, I'm still reading books. I know a lot of people who are still reading books. Like there are book clubs out there in the world still. Uh, we have a book club, actually. Mm. Audacity has a book club. So, yeah, I think um, I don't think that people are necessarily shying away from it, but I do think that people are finding different ways to access it with the rise of more like audible um, options, which I think is great because either way they're getting the content. Yeah, I, I do like the the audio option. Um, so I'm glad you talked about that because I wanted to get your thoughts on it because you know um, writing and reading purists will will you know kind of kind of roll their eyes about the the you know listening to books and stuff, uh, audio, you know, you know, but for, for me, it's like, I think it, I, I agree with what you said about it. It's still taking time for that person to write down those words. Mm -hmm. what, whether, whether you're hearing them, 
uh, as someone is reading them off to you, whether you're hearing them as you're reading them and, and hearing in your own voice, it's, it's still it's still an art form to to create whatever it is that's engaging. Um, and one of the things I, I end up doing, um, which actually I, I guess I need to get back into doing it because it's I need to get back into doing it because it's actually like one of my most popular downloaded episodes of all time is that when I was in between seasons, I did this. I did an audio blog, like a, a blog that, that I had previously, you know, wrote. And I, I was trying to get into that and put it on my site and, and doing things of that nature. And it, it almost like, like a almost like a director's cut of of, of the blogs because I'm I'm getting a little giving a little size, I'm giving more of my personality. I'm kind of just talking. I might have to do it for video too. I'm just thinking out loud. So I didn't stop. So you're good. You're good. This is listen. This is where invention begins. This is where invention begins. Is in exchanges between two creatives, and you know the audience is here. They are hearing the process, and I'm here for it. Yeah, it's definitely a process. I, I spend a lot of time. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you do this, but I spend a lot of time in friends that know me, even if they're not those those creative types. You're gonna hear at least 15 minutes of Jerry talking my podcast. <laughs> it's just gonna happen. Like, oh, yeah. let me get that out first, and then and then, or I'll get it out. I'll sprinkle it out throughout the conversation. But you know, we'll get to your stuff. I got to give you at least 15 minutes of podcast. It's what it is. It's, it's the life now. Um, but yes, so so audio books for you is is it's not a, not an issue. You're not you're not one of those purists that just think it's like quote unquote cheating. No, and I honestly I don't like when people try to say that to someone. Like, why would you discourage someone from getting the content that they need and getting the education they need that comes from books? Um, I think it's a very elitist way of thinking. It's like, hey, we're like I'm a real reader and you're not because you mm-hmm. listen to audio, like. I, I've never really subscribed to that. I'm definitely more of a, I need the page in my hand. Like I just, it just feels good to feel yeah. good in your hand when you turn it, you know, I like to hold books. It's easier on my eyes than it is for me to like, you know, stare at a screen. Yeah. I, I love, I love paper. I love paper. And even now, like I still do a lot of my writing by hand and it, it goes into my brain better that way when I write it down by hand versus when I put it in my phone. If I put something in my phone, I might see it again. I might not. We'll see. Yeah. But if I write it down, then for me, it gets more into my psyche versus me putting something in like a piece of technology. But everybody's brain doesn't work that way. Some people are more auditory learners. And I love that audio is becoming more of a thing because it's leaning more into that learning style for people versus being like, read this, read this, read this, read this. Right. I, I I like I like the point you made about you, you having to write things down because it's it's yeah I have my computer here I have my phone here and and I'm constantly on the move with my to do list and things that I need to do but when it when it comes to actually um, making notes um, for what I want to do and talk about on the podcast as you can see I, I already showed you my my notebooks I have notebooks and I've always been asked about it, like well why don't you just put the notes in your phone it it don't it don't feel, it don't feel right. Like if I'm re, if I'm researching the guests, you know, because I'm noticing, so I'm going through like all y'all business that's online, and say so as I'm researching <laughs> this guest, I'm writing all this stuff down. I'm anywhere, I'm be on the bed, I'm be on the couch, I'm I, I'm I'm sitting in the parking lot, I'm just writing stuff down. You're right. For me, it feels like it just now. If I need to transfer it over to a computer later on, or or you know, so, somehow put it in the audio version for people to hear, that's fine. But that that 
to me makes me connect to to the material. So mm. I'm glad I'm not alone in that. I'm glad I'm not alone in that. Yeah. So why is writing so important? So for people who who just listen to podcasts, hopefully they listen to this one. It's available on all podcasting platforms, but you know that because you're listening. But for for um for people that just listen to podcasts or they just Netflix and chill or they or it's so many different mediums that that can distract people. Why why is just the the essence of writing and, and getting into writing so into so important? Well, because all those things that people are taking in would not exist without writers in mm. writing. Um, that's like that's the easiest way for me to say it. Um, I think everything has to start somewhere. Just like how I said, like we wouldn't have we wouldn't have television without visual art. Right. You know, like the very first form of media that's supposed to reflect the times was visual art. Mm-hmm. When people could write, they knew how to draw. They knew how to paint. You know, there were a lot of people who couldn't read and couldn't write, but a lot of folks could paint. You know, a lot yeah. of people like carve and sculpt and things like that. And I think the same could be said in this case. Like, for the most part, you know, the majority of us are literate and can write. But everybody can't do a podcast. Everybody, you know, can't go on television, you know, but you can always write. Yeah. Be that for the public, be that in your personal journal, be that, you know, on a sticky note, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to have to write to get anywhere in life. You have to write your resignation letter. You have to write your resume. You have to write your LinkedIn summaries. Like you have to do all of those things. And the best way you're, that's going to be everybody's first impression of you is whatever it is that you wrote in platforms. So for anybody who is feeling like, okay, well, like, you know, like I'm not particularly interested in reading. I want to, you know, I want to watch this or I want to listen to this instead. I think that's all fine and good. If that's more of your style, I think that's all fine and good, but just keep in mind that none of those things would exist without the original pen to paper. Yeah. True. Did I answer the question, by the way? Because I you, feel like you, I just made a speech, but did I? No, 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 no. You, 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 you answered the question. You made a speech. You gave me more thoughts. Like, you, no, you did so many different things with that. Okay. Because when you, when you talk about like all, I think, and and this is it brings up an interesting point of the conversation. So for me, the the broad the broad spectrum, I'm like writing law star. Let's talk about this. We talk to you know a fellow writer, and we can get we can get to the bottom of this. But you you brought in you know to a, a different vantage point where, where we're looking at things like everything is connected to writing, like LinkedIn profiles and captions, like things that I didn't think about prior to us, us, us have this conversation. And it's so important because for me, I feel like so many people, um, if, if they don't write regularly or they don't feel like they're writers, um, uh, of, of any type, type of sort, they, they're very fearful of, of doing it because you're right. It's the first impression that people see of you. So, I mean, how many times and you, you probably can relate to this as well. How many times have, have, have you had somebody ask you to look over a caption or a LinkedIn profile or a resume, or I'll write this letter of recommendation, or I'm writing this, this, uh, I'm, I'm getting access for this particular database on at work. Mm-hmm. Read over what I said for this accent. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a paragraph. What are you talking it's about? Still happen- it still happens to this day. It's one of the ways I actually made like a little bit of extra money when I was in grad school. Um, people would like ask me to like help them with their resumes or like their personal statements and all this stuff. Um, 
But yeah, it happens all the time. It's 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 really weird. And 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 most times when I when I talk to the person, I mean we might change up some words here and there, but I try not to change up the words because I don't want it to sound like me. I want it to sound like you. And so, right. you know, so I listen to it, I'll read I'll read it and go, Well, it's fine. I'm like, oh, okay. And then you know, it's the send-off, but writing is everywhere and i think i think that's that's the probably the most important um you know part of this discussion that we talked about like listen listen it's it's not a lost art because it's still everywhere it's still it's still connect it's like the building blocks of all media um it, it connects all things together also also know that you are actually looking for writers i wanted to give you that opportunity to yes. to pitch that you know. Um, yes, please. We are always looking for new content for the magazine. We welcome any and all content as long as it is relevant to millennials and Gen Z. Now, understand me very clearly. If you come at me with some hate content, I will happily reject it and I will tell everybody that I rejected you. <laughs> so please don't send me, you know, no woman bashing content, no racist content. Don't send me anything like that because I will not take it. Um, but if you have positive things to say or you have very valid critiques to make, um, in your writing, then we will accept those. They are paid opportunities. Um, is a one-time uh, flat rate. Um, I can go ahead and tell people what it is. It's $50 per article. Mm -hmm. um, someday I'll be able to pay you much more. Um, however, comma, today is not the day. Um, <laughs> today is not the day. Um, <laughs> we, we are a baby company still. We are two and a half years old as of right now. So... Today it is a $50 flat rate. However, it will be forever featured in the magazine. Um, you pretty much get full creative license so you can republish it wherever you want as long as you credit us as the original publishers and link it. And um, you will also get a free ticket to the event for writing for us. Oh, so I guess I need to write down that I'm, I'm going to have to put out an article and down. submit it. Yeah, I'm write, <laughs> let me write that down. Oh. Uh, you know, because I saw that, and I saw that, and I shared it. Um, the, the you know, a couple times that you sent it out, and in my mind, I was like, "See, this is this is your opportunity to get back into writing. This is your opportunity to get back into blogging and and writing this." I'm just like, "Yeah." <laughs> so no, I am. Yes. <laughs> I am. I am going to come back. I'm going to come back. I um, I'm gonna I'm going to brainstorm and look for look for something on on which to say, and then go from there. So um, that is that is that is my solemn oath to you. I I am going to do All this. Right. I am going going to submit something. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here. Like like absolutely. Like now, um, it's like you said, we've been following each other for a year and everything. And I felt like we were friends, but now I know that we're friends now. Now it's you know, real. <laughs> it's real. It's real now. So um, because it's so real, I want my friends to promote everything and anything that she is that she's associated with so here's the opportunity to do so right now go for it oh oh you mean now literally yeah. right now yeah okay, so uh oh god we have so many things to offer you at audacity so i will <laughs> go down my list of offerings and things that we do so in addition to all of our amazing magazine content which is free audacitymagazine.org you can access i never believe that the written word should be closed to anybody i am not a gatekeeper that's how wars start mm. um <laughs> true um yeah. so yes please you know like visit our website and everything we also if you are looking to 
get more exposure or gain more clientele for your business, we have a very unique offering is called the Fetch List. Yes, it is inspired by Mean Girls because it's so fetch. <laughs> but our Fetch List is our encrypted exclusive list of millennial and Gen Z contacts and vendors and freelancers. It is a contact list. And so if you are looking for like a freelance writer or you're looking for a graphic designer, a hairstylist, anything of that nature, you can access the fetch list and pull their contact information from there and get in touch with them. If you're looking to support small businesses, you can list your business there for $1.99 and you can access it, or I think it might be the other way around. You can list your business for $5.99. You can access it for $1.99. Mm. Um, however, if you become a vendor for us at any of our virtual or in-person pop-up shops, you will actually get free access and listing in the fetch list for an entire year. Um, oh. We'll have to purchase these things annually. Um, so that's that's what the fetch list. Uh, we also have all of our very unique merch. It is not in my hand right now, but we do have cotton line face masks that also have like holes so you can put the filter inside. You have a little filter slip. And then we also have our canvas tote bags. Great for going grocery shopping. <laughs> to the planet right right <laughs> and we also have our audacity shot glasses that's what i was waiting on yes. yeah, yeah the, the, two ounce shot glasses there are some big old shots so i took one yesterday when i was doing that long story short exactly exactly i saw that like i got i gotta get a shot glass <laughs> yes absolutely we make those in-house we make them to order so definitely get one of those shot glasses and then one of the our best product, in my personal opinion, though, is our Audacity Team subscription. So with the Audacity Team subscription, you get... Drumroll, please. You get two free events every single month. And you get to bring one free friend once a month. Okay? You get that. You get access to our exclusive WhatsApp, WhatsApp chat. So you get into the group chat. You will enter the chat if you do mm team um you also get a exclusive audacity team newsletter you get a free gift every year usually around christmas time we send you a little gift um this year we gave everybody extra free friend passes last year we gave everyone starbucks gift cards so the gifts get better every year oh nice uh, <laughs> you also get free listing and free access to the fetch list everybody okay. gets it um if you're part of the audacity team you also get whew, you get free shipping on all Audacity merch. You get pre-orders on Audacity merch as well. So if we release new merch. Um, we will sell it to you before we sell it to the public. You get exclusive Audacity team discounts, usually for like Black Friday or any other sale we have going on. Um, so while everybody else is getting 25% off, you getting 30% off. Mm. Okay. Um, oh gosh, you also there's a lot you get here. You get a lot of you get a lot of stuff on this Audacity team. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so Audacity, Audacity is part of a larger network um, called Exponential Freedom. There's our subscription platform. And Exponential Freedom is an online networking group where you can sit in on talks with millionaires and billionaires, um, mentoring sessions with them. Um, you can also network with other young entrepreneurs. So that's actually how I've met a few of my collaborators is through Exponential Freedom. Um, and there are five other groups that share the platform. So Exponential Freedom is our umbrella. And then we have like five other businesses that are there. So you have access to all of those groups for the price of one. 
Okay, so Audessa team. I already wrote down the writing part, so Audessa, Audessa team. Audessa team. Because that that sounds like well worth the investment right there. And and magazine.org slash subscribe. Yo, and, and it'll get it'll get my my introverted ass out and talking to people, which <laughs> I need to grow and expand. I'm just like, oh no, no. So at, at least I'll be invited to the group chat, and, and I, that's a good yes. place to start. So yes, I love absolutely. that. Absolutely. So so where so where can I where can I find find you socially? Um, so you can find us socially. Um, on Instagram is usually our best platform. Um, that's where we have most of our activity. So at Audacity Mag M A G online. So Audacity M A G online. Um, you can also use that same handle to email us Audacity M A G online at gmail.com. And we will happily, happily take care of you there. That's what I'm saying. And, and and the bottom line is, we want we want your money. Give give us the money. And listen, if you just don't like us that much, and you just want to promote your business, we do ads. Mm. We also do ads. Um, you can do them for up to ninety days, anywhere between thirty and ninety days. Our ads start as low as twenty five dollars. If you want Instagram ad, we do it for twenty five a pop. If you want a website banner ad. We start those actually just at three hundred, mm. a lot less. Most magazines will charge you about thousand dollars. So right, y'all better, better get into it. Y'all better get into yeah. it. Yeah. All right, <laughs> you got me. So I'm about to start writing my article um, for submission now. Yeah, yes. So let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Jessica. This has been a pleasure. Thank you so Thank so you. much for joining me on this week's episode. Well, it's about damn time you had me on the show. Thank you for joining me this week on this About Damn Time. Hey, if you like what you heard, follow this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and IG, and join the conversation on this week's episode. Link to all my socials in the show notes. You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.